Peace, family. Give me just one moment. Actually, we're fine. Peace, family. Welcome to another installment, another session, class, lecture, whatever you want to call it. I've been reflecting over these last few days. And if you don't know who I am by now, my name is Brother Coasty She. Welcome to my channel, Involution Archives. My goal here is to facilita facilitate an environment where you can come and learn and grow. I apologize for the lighting, but uh, when I feel called and when I make, when I put my word to things, I like to keep it. And I wanted to make this video today, not only because I said I wanted to today, but I told a bro another brother of mine, I was gonna make this video. So here we go. It's about what I just stated. And it's the use of this word, brother. Before I get started, I want to share where I'm coming from before I make my statement so that there's no assumptions. You know, assumptions are the killers. Assumptions, they cut off your mind. They cut off your ability to hear and listen to what somebody else is saying. I'm well aware, as are you, that everybody is battling their own demons. Everybody is battling their own demons. And oftentimes, it feels as if the battle that they're engaging in, because we are affected, by one another, that their battle is an attack on us personally. Now, is it an attack personally? It's not. It is somebody going through an internal struggle, an internal battle, an internal fight, and this stress and the anguish that they, that they are experiencing rubs off on us. It's, as the saying goes, we bleed on one another. And I want to express my experience with what most people are, are going through right now. And I like to be just as candid as possible and as open as I can be, so that we may connect and relate on a more profound, a more genuine level. So with that, let's begin. Brother, if you decide to watch my channels or my channel, it's not an attack on you. I love you, and I, I understand where you've been coming from. Family. The men, the men in particular, you know, and I tell you, these flies are crazy out here. These, the men, we have let so many, so many down. And I, I know why. I know why we've been in this predicament for so long. 
it'd be easy for me, brothers and sisters, to say that it's because we were enslaved. And that is true. But I don't want to absolve us of our responsibility to be accountable to our actions, especially in the light of knowledge, whether or not we choose to acknowledge that it's there. So family, I know why we are the way that we are and what we've been exposed to. And oftentimes, very simply, it's what we've been conditioned and we don't know any better. But that does not take away the fact that we have fallen short and we have failed. We have failed to protect the ones we love most. As a man speaking to other men, we have to do better. We are causing more destruction, more distrust, and more confusion. When we don't take up the mantle, when we don't take up the mantle of man, it's not a hood, it is being a man. Otherwise, we're just males. My father had his own issues, his own deep-seated issues, to the fact that more often than not, he would rather enjoy spending time in the garage working on his wooden airplanes than hanging out with his sons or his daughter or his wife. Why? It's interesting. I'm not sure exactly why. From the date of this recording, my father has been gone for about eight years now. And it wasn't until a little before his death that my awareness journey began to spring open. And I started to speak more with my father. I was in college at the time. Um, I started to speak more with my father and tried to get a good understanding of this man, or at least become cordial with him because it was very uncomfortable most of the time. And as I reflect on those moments often, especially right now where I'm at, because I would love, I would love, love to ask my father certain questions, expose him to certain healing, certain knowledge, certain practices. I'd love to see where my behavior and character comes from and why it was within him, but I cannot. That's okay with me. I've come to terms with it. But I realized the impact that it had on my life. And not only my life, but my beloved brothers. See, I'm the, I'm the youngest of three. And me and my brother's relationship is rather strained. It's a sad thing, but it's reality. And we cannot get away from the truth. We cannot get away from truth. And so... As I reflected and been reflecting on my father's life, on the relationship I have with my brother, it allowed me to see a better perspective of my relationship with men. It's never been quite healthy. I've always sought 
brotherhood. I've always sought um, kinship with other men. But for whatever reason, it was always this rather distant thing. I could not completely allow myself to trust them. And as I pondered on this question, I again asked myself why. I found this very interesting thing about me. I wrote my notes down because if I'm on a go and these thoughts come, I like to capture them so I can expound on them later on these kind of conversations. It's interesting, though. So my relationship with men is reflected in my use of the word brother. And up until now, and I mean the last few days, I was not able to truly call men brother. Apologies if you hear this in the background. People are shooting fireworks. But I would not be able to call other men brother, even if they had the capacity to be held in that esteem and that honor. And I would be so particular that I would not even spell the word brother. I would say brother or bro or man, but I would not say brother. And I reflected on this because I thought it was rather odd of myself. And before I go any further, I would implore you and encourage you to do as I've done. That is to be, that is to challenge your way of operating, your mode of being, your way of behaving. Challenge it. And within this challenge, you might see something new. And so as I reflected on why I would not call anybody brother, and it was because I cannot trust my own brother. I cannot trust that he would be there for me, that he would guide me, that he would show me truth, that he would be there for me truly in my times of need. And a lot of the times we, we think that our times of need are when there is a danger of physical violence, but our times of need are as we are developing when we're growing, when we're figuring out the world, we need our brothers there to show us the way, to give us guidance, to give us direction, to inform us and educate us on the truths and the realities of this world and my brother did not do that for me. I felt as if he abandoned me. And this happens on such a deep psychological level that I had not realized that I had cast a wall around my heart for nobody to get through. No one. And I protected myself because as my brother, he would always have a place there but nobody else, because I would not be vulnerable to any other brother to do the damage or fail in their duty. I felt that it was this duty to protect me from. And so, in today's world, 
I wouldn't call anybody brother. I'd say you're my brother. I wouldn't say you're my brother. Because to me, that subtle difference in the articulation, in the word usage, even if it was from a, a, a O to a U or E-R to an A, that was a, a, that was a separation that you may think I'm calling you brother, but really you're not as close as you may appear. And yes, this was very deceptive of me, but it was a defense mechanism. And I'm sharing this with you today <clears throat> because I believe this is what most people have done. A lot of the women have done as well. Men too. We have cast a wall up around our hearts and we play these games when it comes to other men in terms of getting close but not too close or fear of being vulnerable, too vulnerable. But we've also taken the pain that we've experienced. We dish it out on our women. And I don't mean it's always violent. It's emotional. It's dominion. We seek to control them. We don't seek to lead. We seek to control. And this comes off in a variety of ways. And I think this issue, this unhealed trauma, is why we are in disarray today. Because as the men are remembering who they are, their peers, their women, their family are untrusting of them, even though they are worthy of our respect. And a lot of times, I believe, we don't give people the opportunity to show us that they are worthy of our respect because of the pain and the hurt that happened in our past. And it's the collective mind we share as well. It's no... It is no mystery why we are where we are today. We can see the clear effects of the dismantling of the home, the destruction of trust in the man, the black man, the war that has started between the black man and the black woman, and the disharmonious family unit or home life of everyone who stays in it. It's no mystery at all on why we're where we are today. But my question to you is this, how do we repair our homes? How do we repair our homes? It's, it's with this simple, simple process, that's simple, not easy, we forgive, we understand, and we forgive. We allow people to show us who they are. And we take that and we discern if they are worthy of our respect and worthy of our time 
and energy. That's what I see with a lot of black women. They don't, they don't trust the other. They don't trust black men. And it's what I see in brother to brother. They don't truly respect one another. It's a competition. It's not a collaboration. And I've played my part in that as well. And for that, I apologize. I did not know what I was doing in my entirety, but it was my decisions, whether consciously or unconsciously. I share this message so that we may come to the light and the understanding that we have to forgive and we have to repair the relationships that we have, not only within ourselves, but with one another. That is my highest calling. For you, that's my biggest drive, that you repair the relationship within yourself and also with your brothers and sisters. We can live harmoniously. Sometimes we don't have a lot, and that's okay. But if those with a little come together, we can have a lot. But the only way we're going to come together is if we begin to build those relationships. We begin to trust we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Be wise. Be wise, but be vulnerable. And open ourselves up, open our, open our hearts up. Chief Minister Powhatan tells us that in the Quran, it has a, a surah. And it says that Allah will not change any man until he first changes his heart. Chief Minister Powhatan has also expressed to us and explained to us that the heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain does to the heart. So what does that mean? That means that the heart is more influential over the mind and the mind is over the heart. So we have to clean our hearts. That is our station. That is our disposition in life. How we feel about one another. Where we really stand with one another. We have to clean this heart space. Get rid of the anger the jealousy, the lust, the envy, the pain, the anguish, the resentment. We got to clear all of it out and make it new again. Make it new again so that we can renew our own thoughts and our own minds. So we can receive favor with Allah, which is everything, which is the all. We have to clean our heart space and make amends with our brothers and sisters. We must show compassion because we have been shown compassion. We've been deaf, dumb, and blind far too long. Far too long. And it's high time we enter our high minds. With that, family, I want you to just chew on that message. I want to introduce a new segment of this channel. And it's what I just said. It's 
it's high time we enter our high minds. It'll be conversations. I call them involution conversations with some some melanated gods and goddesses hmm. on their road to where they are now. They'll break down their subject matters. Sometimes it'll just be conversations. By the way, I, I encourage you to tune in. Check out the playlist section. We'll continue some of my classes. Some will just be open conversations like the one today. Some of them will be the involution conversations. But I want you to share this channel. I want you to help me make this as big as possible because this is for us. This is for us to grow and expand and get that foundational understanding Excuse me, that foundational understanding of who and what you are. See, Brother Coasty, she, he is a coach. He is a mentor. He is a guide. He is a lot of different titles, but, or he has a lot of different titles. But what I really am, I'm that voice that will help awaken you. I know my law of difference. I know what sets me apart. And I can only use my gift if you allow me to use it with you. I'm also a student minister of the Allah Temple of Islam, the Infinite Order of the Asiatic Magi. I'm involved in quite a few different things. And I want you to join me. I would love for you to join me. So what I need you to do is look below. And I want you to either visit my site or I want you to think about joining the Allah Temple of Islam. If you'd like to do that, send an email with your intentions to the email below or you can come through me as well. I want you to visit my site it's a link with a different, a few different options. You can go to my main site. You can get my free ebooks by just taking a quiz that's going to teach you more about yourself. I have some free trainings. I have a few things that are waiting for you to take advantage of to help you get a solid understanding of who and what you are. I host study groups, I call it my learning club. And I'm here to learn. I'm here to love. I'm here to share. I'm here to serve. I don't do everything for free because everything costs money. The Zoom that I'm recording on, that we'll meet on, it costs money. So if you feel in your heart to donate to me and to the causes that I'm championing, the chief of which is quality education, go ahead and donate. The links are below. I, I, I want to talk to you, family. I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. I want to see if we are a good fit to journey together, to walk together, to grow together, to expand together. Let's talk, family. But with that being said, this is Brother Coasty She signing out. I'd like to make prayer with you all before we leave. It's called the Al-Fatiha. And it is a it is the leading surah, I think, or ayah in the Quran. So all you need to do is put this here.
place your hands out like you're receiving a gift. You're going to close your eyes. You want to get your hands close enough that as you're breathing, you're inhaling that same breath and we're recycling it within our hands. So family, here we go. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rakbil Al-Amin Ar-Rahmanirrahim Malak Yomidin Eyer Kenas Buro Eyer Kenas Daim Edina Sorota Mustahim Sorota Ladina Nata Alehim Haili Madubi Alehim Waledulim Amin Bismillah, with the assistance of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. Family, thank you for tuning in today. Again, share this class, share this channel with as many people as possible. We have a lot of great things that we want to build for, for man and for this new world, and we need resources. If you have any resources to donate, buildings, money. We can use all your nickels, dimes, and pennies. Anything that will help us build and grow and expand. It's resources. If it's a time to speak, if it's technology, please send it. Please send it. We can definitely use it. We're not going to go anywhere unless we go together. But family, thank you for taking your time with me today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Peace, beloved. Have a great night.